Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on CBS Sports Radio. What a weekend in the National Football League. Wow. And to make sense of both of those games... The guts and the toughness of Patrick Mahomes, the bad luck of the Niners, the dominance of the Eagles, the heartbreak of the Bengals. We're going to go to our friend Ross Tucker, who is the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check it out on social media. It's easy. Just go to Ross's Twitter handle, at Ross Tucker NFL. We'll also get into it in a little bit here. The perfect Valentine's Day gift that Ross can help you with. Uh, Ross, what uh, what a day of football, man. It was. I mean, uh, the first game was something I can't ever recall seeing where you had a team that literally did not have a quarterback capable of throwing a forward pass. I mean, I've never seen that before. I don't know that I'll ever see it again. And then the nightcap was awesome, way better to have a game that was that competitive, came down to the end. Although even that one, you know, Bill, I I would have preferred it wasn't like a game-clinching, unnecessary roughness penalty. You know what I mean? Like a a game-clinching hit out of bounds. I'd rather like – I would have rather seen Mahomes – I mean, you know, Mahomes had to scramble, so he deserves the credit for it. But I don't know. I think – I thought we were going overtime. I did too. Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, let's let's talk about that play. Like I I don't blame the player per se because – and I didn't play the game, let alone at that level – but it just I, I have sympathy for him because he's true he's obviously tr- it's a bang bang play you can't do it it's it's clearly by the rules a penalty what is the reaction in that locker room like for Joseph Asai what what's the you've been in the locker room what is the vibe like toward a guy who in effect cost his team not just a season but a, but a, a shot at a super bowl um i would say extremely supportive you know He's 22. He actually had, I think on some level, Bill, it depends on what they already think of him, right? Yeah. If he's already a a well-regarded guy and they really like him, then extremely supportive. If, for whatever reasons that I would not be privy to, if they're not as much of a fan of his, well, then that's a different situation. But he played a great game. Yeah, I don't even know if the Bengals are in that moment without him playing as well as he did. And I also think, you know, it's really easy for us, and especially people that never played, I don't think they realize he's like 260 pounds. He's running as fast as he can. It's like a blur out there. He's looking at Mahomes, trying to get there and to stop him from getting the first down. I just don't think sometimes these guys – are as conscious of where they are on the field or where that out-of-bounds line is as people think. You know, it's very close between still running down the sideline and getting the first down 
and being out of bounds. It was a good call. They had to call it. He did it. And I, I personally, I, I felt awful, Bill. I mean, just watching Me the shots of him on CBS with his chest heaving, I mean, you could just tell he was, uh, like, it almost looked like he was having convulsions on the sideline there. I just felt awful, awful for him. I'm with you. I know why you have to call it. I understand why the officials made the right call. But to everything you said, Ross, I just it's it's a big dude at full speed on a play where it feels like the season's on the line and people are gonna win or lose that game in the margins. I just I feel so bad for the dude, man. It's just life isn't always fair, right? Just sometimes stuff happens. That's exactly right. And you know, I I'll tell you I'll share a story with you, Bill. My second year in the NFL. I got cut midway through the year by uh, Washington. I got picked up the next day on waivers by the Cowboys. But I tell you that just so you know, I had already been fired once, right? I'm 23 years old. I'm starting at left guard for the Cowboys. We're playing the 49ers. It's like third and one maybe. And I get stuffed. And we have the lead. We have the lead in the game. Maybe like we're up by – five or six, I get stuffed by Dana Stubblefield. He makes the tackle. Our kicker comes in, misses the kick. Jeff Garcia throws the ball to T.O. like two or three times in a row for a Niners touchdown as the clock expires and we lose. And I I was like apoplectic, man. I mean, I I called my girlfriend, who's my wife now, and my parents probably three or four times each between 6 o'clock and uh, 3 a.m. Didn't really sleep a wink. I watched all the local news channels, and I waited for the sports, you know, the two minutes talking sports, because back then there wasn't like, you know, all sports channels as much. I was that nervous that they were blaming me for the loss. And I was wondering if they were blaming me for the loss. And I wanted to see the play. I wanted to see what I did wrong. I finally, at like 4 a.m., just went to the facility because I couldn't sleep. And I wanted to watch the play just to see. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I wouldn't really have done anything differently. I I was at the point of attack. It was a one-on-one block. I, I did the right footwork. I did the right stuff with my hands. Um, but I just point that out because that's why I never want a guy to feel like he's the reason they lost the game for the team. That is, you know, I know it's easy for a fan to say, oh, who cares? That That is a real mental health issue if you feel like you let down everybody else in the locker room, everybody else in the organization, and really an entire community. I, I believe it. I mean, I can't even imagine the stress. Ross Tucker – here on, here on the show. Ross, on the other side of that play, right on the other side of that equation, is, is Patrick Mahomes scrambling for those, what, I think, four or five yards on a bum ankle, uh, drawing that penalty. What did you make from a toughness perspective? Again, if you can cut through the hyperbole, it, are you as impressed with Mahomes' ability to overcome whatever pain he was feeling the way that guys and folks that didn't play football were over the course of the last 12 hours or so? I thought yesterday was huge for his legacy. Huge. You know, there's a big difference between 
going to the Super Bowl three times in four years versus being 0-4 against Burrow and the Bengals. Huge difference. And then it's the way he did it. You know, Bill, I was picking the Bengals on every show I went on last week because I thought he's not going to be able to be himself. He's not going to be able to be the full Mahomes. And without that, the Bengals are going to be able to have a good plan for him. They're not going to be able to score as much. The Bengals are going to win. To play the way he did, he was clearly in pain. You know, I mean, you could tell after a couple of those plays where he was hopping or whatever, to gut it out, play the way that he did. I mean, I I don't have like a ranking of Mahomes games up there, but (laughs) got to be top two or three for me. I'm extremely impressed. I think he's the best player in the sport, and I don't think it's a small margin. Burrow's great. Josh Allen's great. You know, Hurts had a good year, but uh, had a great year. But Mahomes is just special, and I, and I really do believe if you ask, you know, the other 28 GMs or whatever around the league, if you can have any of those guys, I, I think almost all of them would take Mahomes. I'm talking to talking to Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, when you um, when you look at going to the the uglier game, Eagles Niners, I'm just going to thrust you into a not even an argument, just a conversation we had. To what degree? And I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles. They're obviously an extraordinary football team. I mean, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, that defense—they are really good. But just to what extent do you feel like you have a sense of how the Eagles would have done had, had the Niners had a quarterback who, who who could throw the ball? Had they had Brock Purdy or better? Yeah, I mean. We'll never know, but, you know, I have a betting podcast, the Even Money podcast, and I can just tell you right now, the Eagles were already up 7 nothing, and they strip-stacked Purdy in Niners territory when he got hurt. So at that point, all I know for sure is that the Eagles would have been the heavy betting favorite, right? And then even after that, you know, I thought Josh Johnson did some positive things. And the Niners battled, and it was 7-7 with still two minutes left in the half. But those penalties, then the turnover, those 14 points in the last two minutes, I don't think, you know, it stunk for anybody at the game. You know, I was on sideline for Western 1. It stunk that the Niners didn't have a quarterback that could throw the ball. But I'm not sure anybody really thought when it was 21-7 at halftime that Josh Johnson and the Niners were coming back in that game anyway. And by the way, even when he did come out at the start of the second half, you know, they came out throwing. That O-line could not handle the Eagles' D-line. You know, the Niners' O-line is built to run. They are not built for obvious passing downs. And they were, like, getting taking turns getting beat up front. Uh, Ross Tucker here on, here on the show. Ross, if, if you're the Niners – or if Kyle Shanahan and the brass call you and they say, hey, Ross, what should we do at the quarterback position, given what feels like some uncertainty since he didn't get to really evaluate Brock Purdy in that game? What's um, what's the advice? What, what's the best way forward for, for, for San Francisco? Yeah, I, I think it's a com- I would have a competition between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. That's what I would do. I mean, I know some people say Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. And I think I'd be willing to consider those guys. But, man, those guys – well, Aaron Rodgers is ridiculously expensive. And Brady is not going to be cheap either. 
And Brady didn't play that great this year. You know, I mean, I don't know. Did Tom Brady play better in his games this year than Brock Purdy played in his? Brock Purdy will be making the second year minimum. Trey Lance is a guy you invested a lot in, and this would be a good opportunity to see what he can do. I, I, I am totally fine with staying the course with a Brock Purdy-Trey Lance competition. Who knows? You might be in the Super Bowl if Brock Purdy hadn't gotten hurt yesterday. All right, Ross, um, before you help men everywhere not screw up Valentine's Day, which is a, unfortunately a writer, uh, well, me, yearly tradition, um, give me a way too early, not enough information. I know we don't know what the injury status of a lot of guys is prediction for Super Bowl 57. Which way, I think Chiefs opened as one-point favorites, if I saw that right this morning. Which, um, which way are you leaning? I, I'm torn. I really am. I, I think the key is I need to know more about these injuries to the three receivers for the Chiefs, to LeJarrius Sneed. I can tell you, if you told me the Chiefs are fully healthy, I would lean Chiefs. But it feels like the Eagles are the healthier team, and the Eagles are just so good up front. I mean, they just mash people. So I think because of the injury factor, I will lean Eagles. But, man, it's a slight lead, and the game's two weeks away, so those guys all might be good or or good enough, at least, for that game. All right, Ross Tucker. Uh, public service announcement for everybody listening. Next week is going to be uh, Super Bowl week. It's Radio Row. There's going to be all this buzz. There's going to be all this excitement. There's going to be all these things going on, and the Super Bowl's going to roll around. What you don't want to do is miss the fact that Valentine's Day is happening the same kind of timeline. Don't do what I usually do and just wake up on the on Valentine's Day and be like, oh, today's Valentine's Day. And I know you have, for folks, for dudes who don't want to pull a Bill Ryder and screw this thing up, you have a solution. Give it to us. I do. It's called MyFrontPageStory.com. I know I've told you about it before, Bill. It's amazing. I mean, you literally talk to one of their writers professional writers for five minutes about how amazing your significant other is. They write an unbelievable story. It's framed, has pictures of you and her together. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. And to be able to say to her, I had a story written about you. That sounds Bill, like you're the most romantic guy of all time. Like just cause they never heard of it, right? They don't even know it's a thing. So imagine them telling their sister or their mom, or their friends, oh, yeah, Bill was able to get a story written about me. What? My husband would never do that for me. Yes, that's the type of husband I have. He gets a story written all about me and how great I am. That is amazing. And then when she reads the quotes, I don't know why, but reading the quotes in print of how much you care about her and how special she is, it just makes him cry every time. So go to myfrontpagestory.com. And I got a code for you, Bill. CBS 10, so that's the, the number 10. CBS 10, you'll get 10% off if you go to myfrontpagestory.com. CBS 10. Ross Tucker, I love it, buddy. Thank you for the football insight and analysis. Thank you for giving me and other dudes a path to the right Valentine's Day. As always, pal, appreciate you. Sounds great. See ya. Hey, man. Ross Tucker on the show. Now, I'm down with my front page story. How much money does someone like, I'm trying to think, well, like like, like Jim Roman, Maggie and Perloff, associate producer Stuart Kovacs, have to spend on my front page story, Tom? I haven't checked in with Stu in a while. 
or I saw him a week ago and we had drinks. And I'm not saying he's still dating 15 people, but if he were, I mean, is he doing it for everybody? That's a lot to keep track of, Bill. Uh, you want a different writer for each one so they don't confuse the quotes. Yeah, that's... When we met at the mall. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe he goes like every other, you know, uh, lady he wants to be buying Valentine's mm. Day gifts for. Can't mm. It's too much to keep track of if you were to do every single lady. It's a wonderful point. Um, what, um, what kind of a buy or sell do we have on tap today? I don't even know if I could come up with an adjective. This is maybe maybe my best buy or sell yet, and we're, we're almost two years together. Wow. Okay. It is the greatest buy or sell collection of headlines that has ever been put together by Tom DeCelestino, and he will allow all of us to gaze at the light that is the beauty of his concoction for sports next year on CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you back in Los Angeles, California. I miss you guys, Diesel. I enjoyed being there. I can't believe you've been gone for as long as you have already. It doesn't feel the same. Do you miss me? Is it weird? Are you shocked? It's almost like a tease. I almost don't like when you're, you're here because every time you have to leave. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the bosses. Or you are. I'm going to be like, hey, what we need, we need an apartment for me in the city and a trap. But I want a nice one. And I need some nice travel, maybe a little first-class travel. See what that feels like, just to try that on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, I don't want to be a part of that meeting. You let me know how that goes. I think it would go really well. But I need you to deliver the message. And I, w- I-, I want what we call um, plausible Deniability. I don't want anyone to know that I was behind this, other than the fact I'm talking on the radio. Hi, Andrew. 
Oh, hey, Bill. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Ross Tucker, I think, agree. Did Ross Tucker agree with Andrew? That, uh, you know. Felt like a win to me. Did? Yeah. Whatever. Maybe I'll get you on my front page story. What it was like <laughs> to become best friends. Um, should we do a little? Oh, by the way, Andrew, um, apparently, according to D Cell, this is the best buy or sell of all time. That is literally, is that right? D Cell, that's what you told me. That I you've done. said it might be my best ever. All right. Shall we do this? Let's get into it. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. And Bill, as we start maybe my greatest you know, installment of Buy or Sell here, we're going to have a little bit of a theme. We're going to talk okay. coordinators to start here. The Miami Dolphins have hired former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio as their new defensive coordinator. Fangio will now be the highest-paid coordinator in the NFL, reportedly. Now, Fangio's defenses have finished in the top 10 of points allowed or yardage allowed 10 times in his career. Buy or sell the Dolphins aggressively paying Vic Fangio to be their new D.C. Buy it. I love everything about it. Buy. I think that this is a team that has a window of a kind, right? I mean, I guess we'll see what, what the deal is. It sounds like maybe with Tua. But I love it. I mean, do either of you want to... Vic Fangio, and this is going to sound like an insult, and I don't really mean it to be. That guy was in the NFL for 28 years or something along those lines before he got a job as a head coach. He is an extraordinary defensive coordinator, and the fact that he became a head coach in the Bron- with the Broncos and it didn't work is just proof that people rise to their level of incompetence, not because they're incompetent, but just because you keep moving up until you get to a point where maybe you shouldn't have. I think he is a potential game-changer for the Dolphins' defense. I think you put him on a team... You let him run a defense, and it's an enhancer in the extreme, whatever collection of players he has. And there's obviously talented players on that side of the ball in in Miami. This feels a lot like Sean McVay with the Rams hiring Wade Phillips to be his D.C. A young, up-and-coming coach, thought to be guru offensively, just hands the play calling and the playbook defensively to a much more veteran, well-respected defensive mind. Are you ready? Are you ready bogus to pronounce the Dolphins the favorites of next season. In what capacity? The AFC Every East? capacity. Sure. I am not. Okay, not even that. Got it. Does that have to do with their talent or to his concussion issues, which, oh, by the way, he's still in concussion right. protocol. Yeah, I, I don't know who their quarterback is, and I also assume the Bills are going to respond to the shortcomings of this season, so I still think the Bills will probably have the edge on them, but I really can't know until I know who Miami's quarterback is. So you would not take the Dolphins over the Bills or the Bengals or the Chiefs, is what you're telling me. I mean, I wouldn't take them over the Bills in their division, so definitely not over the Bengals or the Chiefs. Yeah, I still like the hire, though. I do think it's, I mean, the quarterback thing is obviously crucial, but it feels like they have a head coach who, a lot like Shanahan, I think is going to have success if he gets the right QB, gets a QB that's good to better than that. And and with Fangio and I, I like I like their few. I, I think they're a really interesting dark horse team next year. All right, Bill. Speaking of coordinators, the Cowboys have parted ways with offensive coordinator Kellen Moore over the weekend. And I just want to point out that Dallas finished third in total points scored this season. However, Dak Prescott did lead the league in interceptions. Now, head coach Mike McCarthy will reportedly take over the play calling duties next season, something he did regularly during his tenure in Green Bay. And just in summation, Bill, over the last few days here, Mike McCarthy was told by owner Jerry Jones 
He would like him to stay here for, oh, 29 seasons like <laughs> Tom Landry did. And now he's going to be the play caller next season. Got it. Buy or sell Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling for America's team will make them more efficient on offense. Do you mean efficient in the sense that they'll efficiently be able to fire Mike McCarthy at the end of the year? Uh, no. That's one way to interpret it. How about limiting Dak Prescott's interception issue? I will sell so. that Mike McCarthy taking on more responsibility and calling plays is going to be an effective outcome for Mike McCarthy and for that Cowboys team. Does this feel like Jerry's a little too infatuated at this point with McCarthy? I want you to be here as long as Tom Landry. It's okay. Let's fire our OC. You can do the play calling. This feels a little too much for me coming off, oh, I don't know, a disappointing playoff loss. Andrew, can I ask you a question to answer that question that's super unfair in the sense that there's not enough information? But I'm going to ask anyway. Please. Buy or sell, if you had to guess, that you think... um, the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, has gotten to the point where success in that organization is based solely on the ability to kiss his ass. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, buy. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Maybe not solely, but it's a really good tiebreaker. Like a lar- way too large a percentage of his decision-making. Because it doesn't make sense why he's so enamored with this guy. Right, yeah, it doesn't... The, the exact number doesn't matter, but that's the problem with the entire organization, which, again, is why if you root against them, if you're an Eagles, Giants, Washington, if you, if you root for any other team in the NFC, you want Jerry in charge of that team as long as possible because they cannot win while he is. Oh. Jerry's, the, Jerry's the best, man. All right, let's stick with coordinators here. 49ers DC D'Amico Ryans has now emerged as the leading candidate for the Houston Texans head coaching job. The Texans hold the number two okay. pick. Yeah, I'm good. I'm getting choked up here. It's emotional for you. For D'Amico Ryans. Uh, Houston holds the number two pick in the draft this year. And, Bill, they have a combined 11 wins over the last three seasons. Buy or sell the Houston Texans should hire a head coach who has no head coaching experience. Well, I won't. I'm not going to buy that. But I'll, I'll buy that I'm okay with them making that decision. Buy. Because it can work out. I mean, look at Zach Taylor. Look at Mike McDaniel. I just don't. Like, is this the guy? Is this the right? I don't know. I don't know enough about him beyond what he's done in his current role, which is obviously very impressive. But I don't think it should be. I don't think you should be excluded from the opportunity just because you haven't had a a job as a head coach. I'm not sure he's the right dude, but I get it. Like, and I think it's interesting I think it's a really good job. We talked about I think it's a really, really good job given the cap space, the flexibility, what I think will be a little bit of patience, and, and the draft pick. All right, Chargers quarterback and my guy. Yes, you heard that right. My guy, Justin Herbert, who didn't ham up anything, had surgery to, oh. repair, to repair a torn labrum in his non-throwing. Yes, non-throwing shoulder. Herbert is expected to be ready for full participation come the spring. Buy or sell, your only concern with Justin Herbert is his ability to stay healthy. Well, look, I mean, can we revisit this? Because you, Bogus, can you help me with this? Was it was it Diesel who said that he was, oh, he was hamming up his, his injuries, right? When he broke his, or he bruised his ribs. Yeah, Thomas William DiCelestino made that statement, I believe, two weeks ago on this very show. Okay. So now you're trying to, to basically say, now that you've learned that he also was injured in a different way, you're trying to walk back your statement, Diesel. 
You just need to say the words, I'm ro- I was wrong. You can say that, and then we'll move on. Well, I, I said he's my guy. I said he would never ham it up. Toughness. Toughness from right, Justin so, Herbert. So you were wrong the first time you said it. Well, to be fair, I was talking about his rib injury, not his torn labrum and his so, non-throwing shoulder. So you weren't wrong is what you're telling me. Toughness from my guy, Justin Herbert. Okay. A lot of... <laughs> <laughs> sell, D-Sell. What was your what was your sell. question? What was the question? Buy or sell, your only concern with Justin Herbert is his ability to stay healthy. My only... I'll sell that because I do worry... Sell. No matter how talented you are, that when you learn to lose, when you have a run at the start of your career where you don't win games, when right, whatever the reason, that it... That it can be problematic for your development. See Trevor Lawrence in the extreme example of Urban Meyer and dysfunction. I think he's probably going to be okay, but I think it's certainly not a, not a guarantee. All right, let's talk some hoops here, and let's go back to Saturday during the final seconds of regulation in a tie game in Boston. LeBron James drove to the basket to try and give the Lakers the lead or draw a foul. Now, during LeBron's attempted layup. He was smacked on the arm by Jason Tatum. No foul was called, and the Celtics ended up winning in OT. Now, after the no-call, LeBron was very animated on the court, throwing his hands up and actually dropping to his knees at one point. After the game in the pool report, crew chief Eric Lewis admitted the refs blowing it by saying, quote, there was contact at the time during the game. We did not see a foul. The crew missed the play, end quote. LeBron himself tweeted after the game, quote, that one hurt big time. I don't understand, end quote. By ourselves, this was an egregious missed call. I mean, bye. Absolutely. Bye. But can we also agree that LeBron complains all the time in, like, the most extreme fashions possible? I mean, like, he does get fouled a lot. But he's also been the benefit of a lot of calls over the years, too, I think. I'm a little over the... the... Buy or sell, Andrew. I'm being unfair to LeBron by saying that he's a whiner. You are not. Sell. No. Sell. Bye. I agree with you. <laughs> bye. <laughs> D-Cell, do you want to go a different direction here? I'm a LeBron guy. I root for LeBron. I want to see another championship. Saturday night was an egregious call. It was still an over-the-top reaction from LeBron. You can't run around the court throwing your hands up, dropping to your knees. Like, I get it. It, it, They had no chance of winning that game in overtime. They were never going to win that game in overtime. They They absolutely blew a big lead. It's a bad missed call. He has a right to be upset. You can't act act how he acted. I, yeah, I mean, that's always the thing of LeBron. I like LeBron, but, like, does he think that's an effective way to manage the officials or just, like, get his point across? Because it, because it ain't. But I also will say this. For all the challenges that happened during, you know, the, the later part of that game, the fact that replay, we can't get that right. Like, there can't be a replay review for that. Like, that's why I, I get so upset with with these NBA challenges now. Like, fix that problem. Fix that play. The problem is, like, do you really want to slow the game down more than it already is? Doesn't it feel like it takes an hour and a half for an NBA game to end? It does, but I want to get the right outcome. All right, I understand. All right, let's continue with the NBA here. Yesterday, Giannis was at it again, dropping a 50-burger on the Pelicans in a route to a Milwaukee 135-110 win. It's Giannis' second 50-point game of the month of January. Giannis finished the game 20 of 26 from the floor, knocking down 3 of 4 from downtown. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that Giannis 
is the most unstoppable player in the NBA? I don't know, man. That's a great question. I mean, who would we put on that list, guys? Jokic? Embiid? Are we not putting Steph on there, or we think maybe that'll be a, a, an oversight come April or May? I'm putting Steph on there. I think he's yeah. Shaq from 30 feet away. Man, did you make that up yourself? No, I didn't. I actually stole that from our guest, Tom Haberstroh. Yeah, I like it. You're like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be called out on it. Yeah. It's such a good line. On those, um, on those, on on that note, though, buy or sell any of us is cool enough to say Giannis dropped a 50-burger. Bye. Bye. I, I'll go 50-burger. Is that a cool thing to say? Seems like it. I went for it. I tried it. I say it a lot, so I don't think it's a cool thing to say. I didn't say it because I did not think I was qualified to say it this morning. Now, here's the thing. Did you, you want to? Yeah. Did you think about saying it? I did, and then I decided I wasn't cool enough to say it. I mean, you are cool enough. Thank I had you. to think about it for a second. I think you're cool enough. Thank you. I support you. Thank you. Even though I've been kicked out of the best friend club. That's, not, support. that's not true. When did we do that? You guys became best friends without me, is my understanding of the thing. And I don't think I have the authority to kick anybody out of any club. So that would have to be bogus. Well, and, you know, see. you're the guy that went to Atlanta and hung out with Tree Rollins and Dominique Wilkins. I mean, did you invite any either one of us to go down there for that? Oh, no. Dude, Do- Dominique and I have a... I don't want to talk about it, okay? Like, that's just a, that's a, special, that's a special thing, you know? Okay, so Diesel and I... Face to face every day. It's a special thing, but it's not better than me and you. I mean, you could have come. I, I would have let you arrive. You could have been there. Just would have been awkward, you know? Like, we're two different best friends <laughs> coming into contact. You know what I'm saying? We're it's from different worlds. Like, this is my Atlanta world and this is my work world. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, high school and college worlds coming together. Yeah. It's like Disa with the, his gym friends, his workout friends, and us. Mm. Oh, my God. The workout friends are so, they're so intimidating. Right. You guys always got to take it that one extra step. There was no need jealous. for that. You're jealous. You say that one not. extra rep? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to our last question here. Let's finish up in the NBA. MVP hopeful squared off in Philly on Saturday as Joel Embiid scored 47 points, leading Philly's comeback win over Jokic's Denver Nuggets. In addition to Embiid's 47, he added 18 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. Buy or sell that Embiid's head-to-head performance against Jokic should make him the MVP frontrunner. Did you just ask me if Giannis is the most unstoppable player and then if Embiid is the most unstoppable player in a different way? I was trying to get my bearings. Uh, Yep, I went for... Wording it differently, which I think <laughs> I know, those could be two different things, right? Yeah, I think they can. Um, I mean, I, I, this can I? What did you say earlier? Take my bow, Andrew. Is that the expression that you utilized sure. earlier in the show? Yeah, or fifty burger, whichever one you want. Get your, let me take take your me, flowers too. That's a good one that I like. Let to me throw take around. my flowers and score a fifty burger in the sense Bye. that I'm going to take my bow here. I said, I've said repeatedly, going back to probably November or December. Bet on Embiid, bet on Embiid, bet on Embiid, bet on Embiid to be the MVP. At one point, he got to 16-1. to 1. The value was incredible. I'm not sure he's the favorite yet, but I will buy that I think it is likely that he will be the MVP. Buy. I, think, I, I haven't looked today. I don't think he's literally the betting favorite yet. But if you think Philly is this good, and you think if Philly wins the East, he will be the MVP. Isn't the only issue with Embiid whether he plays the minimum required, whatever that number is, out of a total yeah. season? I, I don't know what that. It's a good question. What does the number require? I vote. I think if you play seventy games, you're, or seventy two games, you're 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 home. Which I don't believe he's ever played in his career. I don't think he's ever hit seventy. 
Has he never? I don't think that's right. Is that right? I probably should know that. As he runs to the Google machine. It feels like last year he played a bunch of games. I mean, the other thing is, if he doesn't play enough games, maybe Harden's enough to carry them, right? Because I do think it's a. I think it's going to be an incredibly crowded MVP race. I think there's going to be a desire for Jokic not to win. What, what are we looking at? What we got? Uh, the 2021-22 season, Joel Embiid played a career high 68 games. Yeah, that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure that's enough. How many games has he played so far this year? 36. Okay. Yeah, that's a fair. It's a. It's a fair. It's a fair concern. I if you guys take my advice, by the way, and bet on Embiid to win the. Well, you guys, you don't bet. Diesel, Andrew, did you get that money in? Did you get that bet in, bro? Yeah, let's let's assume I did, and um, you'll know when I don't show up that that I won. You did it. You won all the money. Yep. Well, he's got to win MVP first, then I'm going to win all the money and oh. quit this job and just hang out with Diesel when he's not here. Oh, you guys were like, would you move to Jersey to be closer? Would you move your kids and change their schools to be closer to Andrew? I, I put money? a lot on Embiid, so I probably would helicopter from my lo- my my Long Island palace to Jersey to hang with D-Cell. Rip. Have you guys ever been on a helicopter? No, I refuse. They scare me. They scare me, too. Uh, I have never been. They don't scare me, but I don't think I'll ever have the opportunity to go on a helicopter. Uh, um, quick note, by the way. I... um. I'm on two ladders, two tennis competitions uh, where you have to play it in a week. And I was out of town all week. And yesterday I had to play two matches early and then between the two games. And the last game was against a seventh grader. And my whole body aches. (laughs) And I lost. (laughs) And I had him too, by the way. I had him. I was winning. My family came to watch. And then, because I'd already played three sets earlier... And I'm old, and as Henry pointed out, fat, and uh, my body just stopped working. It just stopped. It was just like, nope, not doing it. He was 13. Oh, I don't think he was that old. He was 11 or 12. <laughs> it was real fun. Okay, good so, talk. Can I give you some math that I did here on the fly, which is never a good combination? Yes. We mentioned that Joel Embiid has played 36 games thus far. Yeah, 36 out of Philly's 48. That means he's missed 12 games, so if he doesn't miss another game the rest of the way, he can only play in 70. It's tricky. It's, that's a tricky... He's going to be right on that line, assuming he doesn't sustain another injury. Let me ask you a question real quick. Buy or sell. Buy or sell, I have time to talk about Tua and Tom Brady in the next segment. Bye. Oh, let's do it. We're going to do that, and I'm going to give... D-Cell, a movie and a TV show to watch. I got two beautiful ways to pass the time if you're not Andrew Bogish flying in your helicopter to see your best friend. It's coming up here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Um, Tom, can I tell you three things? Absolutely, please do. All right, number one. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free all on the road to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes America's... That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'll tell you four things. Number two, I can't read, apparently. Okay. Uh, do you want the third one? You ready for number three? I'm ready. Hit me. The, the show Poker Face that I mentioned... It's on Peacock. is amazing. I finished the first episode. I've watched other episodes of my flight home from Atlanta on Friday. You should watch it, and you think you and your wife will really like it. It's great. So I did see, I don't know what it's called when it's not a movie. It's not a trailer, but whatever that word is called, a promo for Poker Face. Yeah. That is, if I'm not mistaken, that is the actress from Orange is the New Black. Oh, I never saw Orange is the New Black. That's her, too? I believe so. She's in Russian Doll as well, man. She's great. Uh, yes, now that I'm familiar with the main actress in Poker Face, I am more likely to watch it, although I have not started it. Number three, or number four, Netflix has a new show out called You People, and it is amazing, by the way. It is about a Jewish man who meets a black woman, and they date despite the... Um, Reservations of their family, Eddie Murphy is in it, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in it, and they steal, Eddie Murphy in particular, they steal every scene they're in. Dude, it, is a, it is a great, great commentary on the things that divide us, but more the things that can bring us together. I don't want to ruin it, but I think it's it's a beautiful, beautiful film. I have not seen a trailer for that yet. Okay, you can watch the trailer. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I'm sure you saw this. Tom Brady is probably not going to be a Dolphin. Uh, Dolphins are reportedly not interested in pursuing Mr. Brady at all. And I, I suppose that the presumption, if if um, Schefter's right, and he tends to be, is that the Dolphins are going to go to Tua as their starting quarterback, which is, for me, Tom, you, you have to then have a really effective backup, right? I think you have to find a reliable backup quarterback. I just don't know who's going to agree to be the backup in Miami. Jimmy G's not going to agree to be a backup, I don't think. Nope. Derek Carr's certainly not. Nope. I don't think Baker would. I don't think Baker, and I'm not even sure that's what I would want, given the drama that tends to accompany that guy. I think you're right about Baker. I mean, I... That's one advantage the Niners have, right? We talked about you can go Purdy and Trey Lance, and Ross Tucker had the same view I do. You have a backup in place already you can rely on, right, if, if they're both healthy. And presumably whoever wins the job will be better than a backup. Purdy certainly was in his smaller but 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 significant sample size. They don't have the same thing in Miami. And so it's you either have to go with Tua and hope that he's healthy or you do, or you move on from Tua because you're not going to bring in, I think, Brady and then, and then bench Tua. I don't hate it. 
but because of obviously his tendency toward concussions, that is it is it is disconcerting for him personally, and it's I think it's disconcerting for the Dolphins in terms of their planning. They brought in Vic Fangio. They've got that high-powered offense. It's been extraordinarily effective when Tua's been healthy. I thought that they looked like a, you know, just outside the first-tier AFC contender until Tua got hurt. It's a dilemma. I don't hate the decision. I don't think Brady's the solution, but it's a dilemma because you, you have to have a backup you can count on. I'm with you. I didn't think Brady was the solution, but I'll be honest. I thought this was the likely move. I thought the Dolphins were going to be the leaning candidate to sign Tom Brady because of what happened with two of this season and all those head injuries with him not being able to participate in the Pro Bowl games because he's still in concussion protocol. I am surprised by this. Now, that doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that they won't pursue him. Early indications, though, is that he's out, and I'm surprised. All right, riddle me this in the last 30 seconds we have. What if Tom Brady goes away of Sean Payton and nobody really wants him that he wants to be a part of? You actually just blew my mind there because I'm still getting over that mind nobody blown. wants Sean Br- uh, Sean Payton. Or Sean Britton. Nope, both those guys are on the out. Sean Brady, Brady, Sean, any of them. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Hey, thank you to Ross Tucker. Thank you to D-Cell. Thank you to Bogus, and thank you. I'm Bill Ryder. We appreciate you listening. We'll see you here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.